you may have some processes that you may be handling manually today that you really don't have to, but you're not paying attention to those areas because they may not be a priority for your IT team today. Pleased today to be here with Shamim Shah. He is the Chief Technology Officer of Insure IQ. Shamim, maybe you can start out by sharing a bit about your background. So I started my first job as a as a programmer with a company in uh, Virginia, where we were doing the automation early on, doing some web-based software um, for higher education. Uh, someone from New Jersey approached me. They were working in insurance industry and they asked me to help them with some board rows. You know, it's a very common reporting uh, premium board rows and book board rows, and it was handled on Excel sheets. So that's when I moved to New Jersey. And since then, I'm in New Jersey um, um, and working with the insurance industry from last you know, more than 17 years now almost. Insure IQ has, you know, a bit of an interesting story. Maybe you could provide a bit of that background and how Insure IQ came to be. Sure. Back in early, um, you know, 2000, like 2001, 2002, when I got involved with uh, this company in New Jersey called Westport Re. And they were managing the outsourcing business for reinsurance carriers. And um, so I got involved in helping them automating the process. And they were handling everything on, you know, Excel sheets back then. And uh, coming from the technology background and, uh, you know, creating this early uh, web-based systems for education, you know, edutech, it didn't make sense to me that this company was still handling their transactions on Excel sheets. So uh, I said, well, you know, this doesn't make any sense. This should not be, you know, happening like this. So I started thinking about automating the process and I started talking to underwriters, talking to, you know, uh, our controller and, and claim side of people. And when I started automating the stuff. In terms of what Insure IQ offers today, specifically and who you are providing it to, what what are the you know products or services? How much of it is you know a product versus uh, you know more sort of professional services consulting work? Uh, late 2014, uh, when one of the uh, major insurer. Uh, in United States approached us uh, for a solution, a policy administration system for their ANH business. And now, since they were doing business with us previously, we were uh, handling their, uh, you know, with their MGU, managing their um, business outsource. We're doing all the underwriting, the, you know, uh, issuing the policies and collecting the premium and all that. And that was an, you know, BPO process. And, uh, and when they were looking for the system and they were aware that we were handling it, having a system, so they came and they, they checked it and they liked our system and they purchased it. But we were like a MGU and it didn't make any sense for them to buy a system 
or, or have an MGU as their solution provider or software provider. So they asked us if we could sell them the code. We did. We sold them a code and we trained their people. So that started our journey thinking about maybe we should shift our gears from the business process outsourcing and MGU to a tech service provider. We started approaching other insurance companies and we were able to successfully sell our second license, again a code, to another major insurer. We had a policy admission system that we built and then we had this uh, digital store that allows to you know, take the solution direct to consumer. We build another solution for agent onboarding, agency onboarding, license management, uh, issuance of license, uh, appointments, terminations, uh, and keeping track of continued education for the agents. So we felt that that was a gap that we create another solution. So we have these three solutions that we take to the market today. Are you offering this in a SaaS model or are your clients such that they still want on-prem software or how, how, how do you package this? Yeah, so we're very flexible in that. We do offer at the SaaS model uh, generally, uh, but um, in certain cases, we understand some insurance companies, they, um, they have a, uh, their compliance may be a reason that they may want to have it um, on their premise. The typical insurance organization you're working with is what? Is it a, a certain segment of the industry? Is it a certain size? We work with the smaller, um, you know, we have a customers, small customers as well as large customers. So um, we um, do not have any preference in the sense that we're only going to go work with this segment. So we really are flexible on that as well. And we do have wide range of customers who use our system today. When your clients are sort of contemplating working with you, is it as an alternative to trying to build it themselves or they've already tried to build it themselves and failed or are there other companies out there that you know, you're competing against that are trying to offer similar services. How does that process usually work? And what's it like from your perspective as a chief technology officer? Yeah, so over the period of time, we've seen that insurance companies are kind of like, a, their mindset has been that uh, let us use, um, you know, service providers rather than building our own. So that, that I see the trend happening, uh, you know, that, I think it was a some years back where it was kind of I'm going to build on my own, so I don't see. I think the insurers are going away from that, but they still are like a, their legacy system. There are things that you know they are slowly trying to figure out how do we um, outsource them uh, to to the cloud solutions, you know, because and they're also looking for a solution that can um, communicate with other services as well, not just basically you know, closed systems. So they want a system that can easily do the data extraction from other systems and take the data in. And, you know, so those kind of systems they are looking for. One of the things that I, th I think a lot of people have observed is that, um, you know, with this wave of insure tech transformation over the last few years, we've had a lot of people come from more of a technology background, but not insurance domain expertise. and 
Anything you've observed in particular about maybe things some of the newer players have done well or maybe some of the mistakes folks have made? But my approach was uh, the same thing. Like, no, we need to pay attention what industry is doing. We need to uh, keep up with the industry uh, growth on the insurance, uh, the technology side. And I try to bring that um, to our solutions. So um, very early on, our solution had the capability of, uh, uh, you know, doing exactly what kind of um, Salesforce was doing in terms of dynamically creating the forms, applying the rules, applying the workflows, applying the, you know, creating the integration hub, uh, doing the uh, API orchestration and all those things. So I, I was bringing that, that ideas which were happening in other uh, industries uh, into what I was trying to do. One of the conferences I attended a few years ago, a panelist said, you know, we have state-of-the-art technology. It's just from 1978. So how do you architect the system, you know, again, thinking as a CTO, how do you design a system so that you don't get locked in that way so that, you know, you kind of have this monolith? Today's technology that we have, and we're leveraging these microservices, that it helps us to basically create these uh, small blocks, which are doing one unit of work, and you focus on that. And if you have to make changes and you make that, that block, you don't need to worry about the whole lot of things, right? So yes, that's the approach we're taking today. And so from a from a talent point of view in building your team, are you looking for people or do you have you know certain ways of of interviewing and assessing people to determine whether they take that approach? You have to make sure that you constantly train the people create the mindset and make them think that way and and take the inputs from them. And you see these young people who are coming in the industry, they have great ideas, you know, they they think differently and make sure they are part of your, uh, you know, discussions and make sure that you listen to the new ideas. So, uh, but at the same time, make sure that uh, the your, um, you know, the approach, what you are trying to do, it is in alignment with your business strategy. It is in alignment your strategy for your technology transformation, which has to be happening all the time. You know, now you see this AI, how people are thinking about chat GPT and all other things that's coming open AI, right? So you, it it has to be part of your, uh, you know, strategy now. You need to look into AI. How is AI going to be? Uh, you know, playing a role in my uh, process. Like, for example, underwriting. How do you make sure that you could use an underwriting, um, you know, AI into your underwriting process, right? Things like that. So, um, but um, new talent is coming up with great ideas and um, and you leverage that training plus constantly making sure that, um, you know, keep yourself up to date with the trend. So th that's, you know, as I said, all of the above that you described is is important. Last question I have is, how do you view your role as CTO, you know, within the management of the organization or, you know, whether it's the C-suite or more broadly, but, you know, how do you view your role? Now, it is not only solving the problems, but also conveying the message to the other insurance leaders and talking to them and having the conversation with them and explaining what we are doing in the industry because they are the ones who basically bring take those ideas back to their organizations 
and talk about them and make that part of their strategy. So I think from that perspective, it has changed because now I do talk to different um, C-levels from other, you know, um, you know, insurance industry. So that way, I think my role has changed a bit. All right, great. Well, Shamim Shah, CTO at InsureIQ, thanks so much for being on. Thank you very much, Joshua. Nice talking to you.